Bubbler Talk, quenching Milwaukee's thirst for knowledge. So this week we're doing it a little differently. Youth who participate in programming at Running Rebels had a question they wanted to ask us, the media. So we put ourselves on the hot seat. My name is Victor Barnett Jr. I am 14 years old. My name is Terrence Robinson. I am 18 years old. My name is Darius Simmons. I am 17 years old. My name is Ashanti Travers. I am 16 years old. My name is Benjamin Hart. I'm the news director at WISN 12, the ABC affiliate here. I'm Annalise Hensel. I am the news director at the NPR affiliate, 89.7 WUWM. My name is Jabril Farage. I'm a reporter at the Milwaukee Neighborhood News Service. So, guys, you're up. Who wants to tell me what your question is? Our main question was, why isn't there positive image portrayals of black men in the news? Or why is it not so much compared to the negative? What do you guys mean by positive? There's events going on every day in Milwaukee positive events where people are coming together for a positive reason, trying to make change in our community, and we feel that's not being shown as much or at all, or little to at all. We have what we call an editorial meeting every day, and we talk about what are the stories that matter to the people who are watching our news station. If you look at the percentages of just population, 42% of the population of our viewing area is in Milwaukee County. So what we do is we look at the things that are happening in Milwaukee County first. We look at the things that are happening in the neighborhoods of the people in Milwaukee County first as we start to branch out into what it is that people are going to be interested in. So just to, just for an example, if there were a fire in your neighborhood and a house exploded, you'd really want to know how that happened because it happened in your neighborhood. You want to know specifically whether or not your house may be prone to a fire or an explosion. Two things are at play here. What's happening percentage-wise, you're just bringing it up, it's not just a color thing, it's a numbers thing. If something happens where there's a high population, that's going to get more scrutiny than something that happens in a smaller population. I think it's the Facebook phenomenon. When you look at your Facebook feed, you see all the things that you care about. Facebook has an algorithm that shows you that you get what you are looking for. They give it to you because that, that's what makes it popular. You also kind of do that on your own when you choose what you watch. Yes, there is a, an astronomical number of crime stories in a news block any day. Astronomical. And I don't think that it necessarily every day has something to do with race. A lot of times there are portrayals that are not as sensitively portrayed of young black men in news stories. It has to do with the number more so than it has to do with what the the actual actions are of the people who are reporting those stories. I don't think there's a racist person on the staff of any of these places who are any more racist than society is. I think that they are certainly driven by what they're used to. They're driven by the communities they're a part of. It's a lot easier for them to find someone who's one of these white people if they're white people because they have a quicker connection to those communities. They know somebody, they went to school with somebody, they know somebody whose brother knows that person and there are these ways that they get closer and faster to those, to those information points you guys are talking about. That's just a familiarity thing. Now, Jabril, I'd like you to jump in here because you do a lot of coverage basically from the ground level and I want to I wanna get your take on what you've just heard in the, the question that was asked. The to the point answer is because it's easy. These things are on the surface. As Ben mentioned, you know, someone who has no kind of connection within these communities and what's actually happening can see a fire or can see 
you know, a shooting or can see a, a reckless driving accident and jump in there and do a quick piece and then leave. And I think there are a few things at play here. One of them is the realities of newsrooms and what they're dealing with today. We have less reporters than we ever have doing more stories. I think another aspect here is lazy journalism. I say this from firsthand experience. I've seen reporters from news stations be at events, and then I'll look at a story that they posted the next day. I saw this one story after a a listening session that kicked off the Department of Justice collaborative reform effort with the Milwaukee Police Department, and all of the references were an attendee said. That is bad journalism. And I see things like this every day from every outlet in this city. The other one that we have to talk about, and it was, it kind of came up, but bias, whether that is unconscious or maybe a little more conscious than we would like to admit, that is definitely something at play. And I think representation in newsrooms comes into play and we have to talk about who is in the newsrooms versus who's being covered. But you don't have to look the same way as the people you're covering to do good work. So I have a question for all three of you. Well, I'm going to start with Annalise. What is the mission statement or the goal of WUWM when it comes to reporting news? What we aim to do is to report on the community, not just the bad things that are happening, but a, a broader perspective of the community to try to connect our listeners better with the, the people who they live with and to try to represent every every population in a fair manner. Now, one of the things that we're doing to try to enhance our coverage is to hire beat reporters who focus on certain areas that are really big and are important and are areas that are difficult to get at accurately with just the occasional report here or there based on whatever the developments are. Our most recently created beat is race and ethnicity. What we hope to do with that beat is to have somebody who can look at some of the issues that you're talking about and get to know the communities of color in a a very broad, holistic way to understand what kind of conversations are going on that have nothing to do with crime, that maybe have to do with economic development or maybe have to do with with culture, to look at the talent in the community, to look at the arts scene in in the community. It's something that, that we feel that we have shortchanged our listeners in doing because so much of the news business is responding to whatever the big thing is that's happening. My last question is for Ben. So you spoke of immediate impact. That's basically our problem. We feel like the news stations showing all this negativity gives immediate impact. I remember speaking to a fifth grader and asking them what they want to do in life. They told me going to high speed chase. Asked him why he said because he see it a lot. So I think it's cool. How can your news station, other news stations or radio stations use the concept of media impact to change the narrative and give hope to some young African-American people? Black History Month. I think you can look across the board and, and it is a staple. Everyone has Black History Month stories that they go do. They go specifically out and find people and talk to people and try to get in the community and show that we are connected to this particular community across the board. Mostly because, to be really honest, it's Black History Month and people expect it. I'll tell you that much. That's a, that's a real answer. I wonder how many of these stories you guys saw that we did in January. It had nothing to do with Black History Month. You can go after us and talk about how many things we put on for clicks. Some of the things we put on for clicks are cougars that are loose in the city or somewhere near the city of Milwaukee. You know why it's on TV? 
because it's unique and it's not normal. That's news. It goes to what I said earlier that we need to recognize that there's something wrong and then go out of our way to tell something different. But what I would like to do also is challenge you guys to do like what you're doing in terms of, of reaching out to tell us what you're seeing and what's wrong because you have a unique perspective. You're young. That's a different perspective than I have. You're African-American. That's a different perspective than I have. You're, you're male. That's a different perspective than I have. Them telling us, though, only works if we listen. And as reporters and news organizations, that should be what we're here for. Support for this season's Bubbler Talk comes from Educators Credit Union, a member-owned credit union dedicated to helping those who live and work in Wisconsin make informed financial decisions. More at ecu.com. What's got you scratching your head about the Milwaukee area? Submit your question at wuwm.com slash bubbler talk.